Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the People's Choice Podcast. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Hope you truly enjoy this episode as much as I'm going to. Check out some older episodes and leave a like and a subscribe if you truly enjoy this as much as I will. So I have a very special guest here. I'm here with Leif Shively. He is an amazing country slash rock singer. He has put out some amazing music, amazing videos. He's also one artist of the month for June for Blue Rhymes Entertainment. He's going to be here to talk a little bit about his career, about, you know, what we could expect in the future and just get to know him more. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Leif Shively. Never loved me for who I really am. And every time we touch, we're just playing pretend. Take if you will a picture of you and I engaged in a kiss. The sweat of your body covers me. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> and it's, it's so awesome to have you on the show. I'm truly honored to, you know, just to spend time with you. I've seen your videos. I've seen, you know, your songs, man. I am truly, truly honored and big fan of your work. Thanks, dude. Uh, I, I enjoyed the podcast. Went and checked it out. Really cool, man. And I appreciate that. So I always like to start off from the beginning, just or you know, kind of like a filler, you know, and from my peeps could uh, you know get to know you more. So where are you from, and what was it like growing up there? Uh, I'm originally from Haynesville, Louisiana. Uh, it's a really small town. I mean, maybe a thousand people total. You got to drive a ways to find somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I ended up uh, moving to uh, Halton, which is right outside of Shreveport, Louisiana, which is kind of more of a city area it's we've got casinos stuff like that awesome and what's some of your favorite things to do out there and for all my peeps that may visit one day well um if if you like to hunt and fish there's a lot of that here and uh well there's and there's music and there's gambling that's uh i would say those are probably the highlights uh that's i mean well i guess football on friday night's a big deal here so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely this is like how it is even over here in uh north carolina man friday nights man, packed just go to any oh, other like a high school high school football game oh yeah between that and college football wow oh yeah. like uh if you want to book a gig on a saturday during college football season with lsu you're 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 not you're gonna be sorely disappointed because <laughs> uh they're watching that game <laughs> definitely shout out to lsu too they always got a good football team yeah, hey, they get they have good teams, and sometimes you know they're down. You know, it's back and forth. Definitely, but definitely a good team. One hundred percent, they they really are. They have some really good players out there. So, yeah. how, how long have you been making music for? 
Man, uh, it seems like all my life, uh, my dad was a musician. Um, he kind of showed me some stuff. Uh, when I was a kid, showed me some cowboy chords. And uh, I just kind of went from there because uh, he was a gigging guy. And uh, I just kind of ran with it. I remember uh, I was probably around 12 years old. And, uh, heck, I was out there playing biker, biker rallies with him, you know? That's so, what's up. And at what moment did you realize that you wanted to pursue music? Man, uh, I had a, well, I, I guess I didn't really know I wanted to pursue it till I got a little older. I, I guess I, probably about, I'd say 18, 19, that I actually wanted to do it for a profession. I love doing it completely, but uh, I always kind of thought, well, you know, it's just something you enjoy to do, you know. And uh, after that, I kind of pursued it a little harder, you know. I went and did some touring with some bands, being a lead guitarist, and uh, just kind of got to play everywhere. I've been all over the U.S. I haven't been over to Europe or anything, but I've gotten to play quite a few places. What was it like playing your first show? You remember that? Like, just the nerves and everything? Uh, really nervous. And, like, it, it's weird. Uh, I think everybody feels this way. I think after the first song, you're not nervous anymore. This, <laughs> uh, you know, you feel, you know, it's weird. If you if uh, you go a little break, anytime you play the first show, there's always a little bit of nerves for me. But after the first song, everything's good. Awesome, man. And who are some of the um, artists that influence you or that you looked up to? Man, there there is so so many, and like it wouldn't even be just the one genre. I'm a huge Prince fan, huge Prince fan. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess uh, I, I'd say Larry Skinner, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin, um, uh, even some like uh, I like uh, I like some of the older Hank Williams senior guys as far as country. I like some of the outlaw sounding stuff. Uh, Sturgill Simpson's a newer guy that I really dig. Um, but man, I, I like all kinds of music. That's awesome. Uh, not only that, but like doing what I do as a business on the side now, me and a friend of mine, we own a studio, I guess, you know, on the chest, Steel awesome. Records. And uh, we record different kinds of music all the time for people, like working on, like doing sessions and playing on stuff. Uh, so, like today, we just did, like, uh, I guess you could say it was a pop synth song for an artist. It's really cool. Uh, so it's it's cool to work on anything. I just I like music in general, man. Definitely, and that's got to be so cool and also very challenging having your own record, uh, your own record company. When did you decide you wanted to start that? We we started it right at a year and a half ago. Me and him, we were doing some work out of his house, you know, like messing around, doing some recordings and stuff. Uh, and like we really liked work, really liked working together. And I was like, man, this stuff sounds really good. We should start doing this. And no, that, but he's, there were so many people coming through his house recording every day. We were like, man, let's go buy. Like, me and him went in together. We went and bought this building. Uh, it's 3,600 square feet, so it's a large studio. And we went and outfitted it, you know, redid all the walls and uh, got this place up to snuff to where it's a great recording facility. Yes, definitely. And so it and nice. it's really cool working with all these people because, I mean, it's just fun to play music. I was saying it looks really nice. I know I compliment you off camera with the, the your background oh, and everything. I'm actually at the studio right now. This is actually just the wall right going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, look, it looks nice. I'm really impressed. I love it. 
Oh, and I also speaking of loving it, I love your song Pretend. And then I love the video, the way it was shot and the way you truly delivered it. It's like, man, it like just really hit home with me and a lot of others. I'm pretty sure that have seen it. So what's the backstory behind that song? Well, uh, it, it comes from a personal place. Uh, uh, right when I got out of high school, I got, I got, I got married to someone, uh, you know, we both love each other to death. And, uh, you know, sometimes life, you, you both change. And sometimes those changes couldn't come from just the years rolling by or it can come from something like narcotics. Sadly enough, hers was narcotics. She was a RN and she got addicted and uh, she kind of became somebody I didn't recognize anymore. Almost like a zombie. And uh, I'm so sorry. Pretty, to hear much, that. pretty much sadly enough, the subject matter, it felt like I was playing pretend and it was never right because it went from somebody that I knew and could speak to every day to somebody that, that just weren't the same. It's almost like, like I said, the best way I can equate it is to be in a zone. And, and like I said, good person. And, you know, things didn't work out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a personal song, you know. Yeah, and I could tell just from just watching it. I've watched it, like, five times and like just back to back and i was like wow because you truly just you know feel it and i'm like man and i i've been through some horrible breakups myself and can understand you know just the way the lyrics hit you and everything so thank you for putting that out there and also uh you know giving the backstory on that yeah uh like, like i said i wasn't trying to be a downer but yeah it's a, it's a, it's a little bit sad uh but you know i i think you know sometimes it's good to have real songs out there like that because I mean, it can't be just me. It's going through something like that. Definitely. And I also love the song and the video of Windows Cry, the, the Prince cover. Yes. And I got I to gotta ask, because the video looked like crazy fun. It looked like you guys having a blast doing that. How fun was it recording that video for that? It was a blast. And I'm not going to lie. We were doing a little bit of drinking. Um, <laughs> a lot of drinking. Having fun. And... Uh, well, one of the things, okay, and by the way, uh, strangely enough, uh, like I said, huge Prince fan is the reason I even wanted to do this song in the first place. He was a great guitarist. He was, I mean, he's a genius. He's an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I started doing it, uh, we did it actually because we wanted to do a promo for our studio just to let people know that we could do rock music too because I was recording a lot of like Outlaw and Texas Country and other stuff for artists. And I wanted to let the rockers know there's a place to go around. Mm-hmm. So I decided to make a little like you know rock metalish tune uh, version of that, and uh, and also the video was obviously heavily from one of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle, and his skit, which Rick James, you know, mm-hmm. and the Prince. Because I'm a huge fan, uh, I, I I think those are some of the funniest skits of all time. Oh yeah, shout out Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he definitely had some crazy skits that was out there in the Rick James one. <laughs> Dude, wow, absolutely wow. Man. Yeah, because I, I I love the song and you guys were just killing it. But then I, I was really just watching the video and seeing you guys, you know, playing bo- uh, basketball and, you know, just goofing around. You got the, the guy riding the, the horse and stuff. And I'm like, man, this this video looked like it was a lot of fun. So I had to ask. Yeah, we, we were we were going for a little bit of the Dave Chappelle thing and just being fun about it. Because, uh, man, Prince is larger than life, man. I mean. Mm-hmm. And like, and being like a fan, you know, I listen to all these crazy stories that these artists and in interviews have about him. You know, like 
being overly obsessive with like beating people in ping pong and showing up at weird times. And, like, in fact, some people even say that he could float, you know, get somewhere. Like, he didn't walk, he just floated, you know. Uh, so, I mean, definitely, uh, it, so definitely wanted to do something over the top ish, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. It definitely stood out. It was great. And I love to put that in the video too, so all my peeps and new audience could see just you know what you guys were doing and you know yeah, man. how great it is. Dude, we were, we were just wanting to have fun, man. Uh, make it a fun video and just you know have a blast. You know, it's really about it. Definitely. Another uh, question that I like to ask musicians, but I, I normally ask it off camera, which I'm I'm always like, why don't I just ask it on camera, Elvin? <laughs> but uh, what does music mean to you? Uh. It means a lot of it means a lot of things. I guess it's a good way. Well, I mean, it's good therapy. It's a good way to have some release, and it's also uh, a way to let go. Because to me, at the end of the day, as much as something that you think about is love, it's also kind of this like weird, like barbaric thing where you just need to enjoy and feel it and just move to it. Um, I, I, a matter of fact, like I tell people all the time, one of my favorite places to listen to music is. Obviously, you know, when you're riding down the road, but at the gym, because you're able to move, physically move, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just a pretty cathartic experience. You know? Definitely. Definitely it's, is. And I mean, pretty much when you make it, it's uh, pretty much the words of your life. And it can be, it can be the stupid parts, funny parts, or it can, or it can be the really serious parts. You know, mm-hmm. there's a time and place for it all. It is, and music definitely just, you know, it's just so emotion, you know, emotionally based and just brings something out of everybody. That's why I truly love the interview. And I interview all types of people, but something about musicians and just hearing the passion and the backstory, the reason he got into the music industry or pursuing the music industry, I should say, it's just always truly amazing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it really is. It's a, based on a theme. Speaking of truly amazing, you did win the Artist of the Month for June for Blue Rhymes Entertainment. What was that experience like when you got the news that you've won? I, I was totally surprised. I was pumped. I was like, really? That, I don't know. So I was like, that's really cool, man. I, I was I was elated, you know. Because, um, you know, a lot of times as an artist, you know, you're sending your stuff out and like, you're like, man, I hope, I hope they dig it. Or I hope somebody actually listens to it and checks it out. And for that, I was just like over the moon, you know, just – surprise you know? oh yeah and it, not surprising in a bad way i was I mean it was just amazing like i was like man i can't believe i'm just discovering you now <laughs> like i mean it was uh, truly awesome to see and getting to know your music and also seeing that you're doing really well on spotify too. yeah uh, uh it's it i mean i think all together total between all the streams i think it's a hundred thousand together i know that when i just released hit forty thousand on its own and uh i think Pretend is a little over 30,000 mm-hmm. and Doves is right at 30K as well. Uh, I think it's right at 100K total right now. And those are my first three songs. Um, so uh, ho- hopefully it'll keep going well, you know? Definitely. And what are some hobbies that you like to do on your downtime when you're, you're not uh, pursuing music or making music? Well, man, uh, 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 well, with the time that I have limited as it is, uh, usually. Uh, I would say uh, definitely going to the gym, lifting weights. Uh, it's just something I love to do. Uh, also, uh, I mean, I love just going out and hanging with friends, having a drink or two, just you know, uh, you know, 
talking, shooting the shit, that whole thing. Uh, I, I occasionally will go fishing randomly when I have time. You know, if like my brother invites me out or something, we'll go. Um, but uh, I mean, really, I mean, my my hobby is music. I mean, that's that's funny. That's the job too. But like, I love it. Every, I mean, I, I, I love coming here every day. To do this. Whether it's working on my own stuff or working on somebody else's, I love doing. Uh, I mean, I think I get more excited about their songs sometimes than I do my own sometimes. Just, just, I just love working on. It, you know, at the end of the day, I'm probably more of a guitar player than I am a. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I love it all. You know? mm. Yeah, because you're a great singer and and a guitar player. I wanted to ask: Did you did you teach yourself to play guitar, or was it something you were uh, playing since you was a kid? Well, my, like I said, my dad taught me a couple of like cabin chords from D to G, and then then like you, know, you start getting on you know YouTube and you do a bad Halo, <laughs> you know. And so so I mean, it just it just kind of it was one of those things that you just constantly kept learning something new and trying to progress. And uh, I mean, you know, you want to be able to you want to be able to play the thoughts that come to your mind or the sounds you hear. And the only way it's going to do that is going to be a lot of practice <laughs> yeah, and definitely. just play it. So that's, that's the main thing. Cause like, it's crazy. You can hear something. You're like, how do I play that? Mm. And then to be able to figure it out, that's, that's, that's the fun part of it. That's the puzzle. You know, that's the puzzle. Definitely. Definitely. And I wanted to ask you too, um, because I'm a big quote guy and I have something that I ask all of my guests. I just love the answers that I get. So what is your favorite quote that you lean on during the good times or the bad times? That's uh, funny. Uh, well, this might be slightly joking, but uh, I refer to the great uh, Ingve Malmsteen's quote. More is always more. More is and always more. Contrary to the less is more, which you always hear. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, I know that it could be too extreme, but uh, I guess my thought is, is like pretty much by that, I think giving it your best and going all out and not going, you know, I could cut this corner and just, you know, I mean, it'd be okay if I don't do this. Like if I don't take the time to add this to the track, but I, I kind of think of from a studio mindset of more is always more. Now it, there is a problem of when you add the wrong thing. But uh, that, that's that's one of the quotes I like, you know. Yeah, I, like uh, that. I like that a lot. Yeah, because because uh, I mean, how can less be more? <laughs> really can. Yeah. So, so I always I always thought it was funny, especially when he says it. Cause it sounds way cooler when he says it than when I do. But I was listening to an interview and I was like, oh, this is a cool quote. It's <laughs> awesome. And what can your fans and really the world expect for you for the remainder of 2022 and beyond? Um, I'm going to be releasing music probably every four to six weeks, a new single every four to six weeks. And I'm going to try to be putting out like uh, my best foot forward. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get my music out there as much as I can and play as much as I can and pretty much try, try to get some steam going and just, I mean, honestly, just, just hope that somebody finds some joy in my songs, you know? Um, I guess, uh, you know, a song isn't a song to someone hears it. I really do believe that. If uh, if I record a song and it never gets out to the world, no one ever hears it. I don't really think it's a song. It's just something idea that I have that is sitting right here. It's just me. A song is not a song to me till people hear it. Only. So that that's uh, what you can expect from me this year. Is hopefully to be releasing a lot of music and getting it out there. 
Awesome. I'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, the next one will be the first one I ever send to like Texas radio and it'll be going around to all the stations to be the first, like, this is the one that I was hoping to release as a uh, single. It's called bigger than Texas. And, and so, uh, it'll, it'll be coming out, uh, eight, five, uh, you know, and, uh, hopefully it does well. Uh, so I'm giving it my best shot. Oh man, you, and, uh, you are so humble, man. It's, it's gonna be great, man. I've I've, I've heard you sing, man. I, you're you're amazing, man. It's gonna be great. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Uh, I, and you know, like I said, man, I, the main thing I want to do is I, I just love playing. I love playing live. I don't like. I love recording music. That's probably my favorite thing to do. And I'd be happy if that's all I ever do: record music and play all the time. But I do love playing live and getting out and like getting to meet people and. You know, I, you know, I guess I'm kind of social in that way. I, I, that's where I get, that's where I find enjoyment from. That is, I guess that is my hobby. Definitely. And that's awesome. Definitely going to be looking out for that and sharing it. And I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, dude, I, like I said, man, it'll be coming out 8-5. And I, I think it's, uh, it's going to be upbeat. It'll be a little happier than 10. That's positive. <laughs> um and I hope to release some more happy, feel good songs. And I'll probably release some sad ones too. But uh, the main thing is, is, just as long as I'm releasing music, as long as I'm making music, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Definitely. I just got a few more questions here uh, before we wrap up. And this is uh, some of my staple questions I like to ask. Um, it's really gratitude. I've been um, banking on that a lot lately with a lot of my guests because uh, just, you know, year or really last three years has been crazy in the world, you know, between COVID and everything else. So I really like to ask about gratitude. So what are three things that you are grateful for in your life? Man, uh, well, first off, I guess I'm, I'm definitely thankful for my family, my, my son that I just uh, had, you know, six months ago, my first son. Congratulations. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, his name is Zeppelin. Uh, wonder where I got that from. Yeah, I know, <laughs> um, <right? laughs> But, uh, but, uh, another thing I'm really thankful for, I'm thankful for, uh, honestly, all the friends and musicians that I've come to know, uh, that have been like, you know, whether it be my band members or just guys that I get to work with in sessions that like, you know, or people to give me advice that, I mean, I'm surrounded by a lot of cool people that, I mean, I personally, I think, I don't know why, I don't know why I'm lucky enough to have them here, but I certainly am, you know, um, and uh, I guess the third thing is I'm I'm really I'm really happy as a musician now that things are back open and you know we're able to play places and things are things seem like I hope they're returning to normal. So that's something to be thankful for for sure. Amen. Because uh, I don't think a lot of musicians are you know doing real good mentally when they're sitting in sitting up in their house for you know that long not being able to go out and do the only thing that they know how to do. So I'm thankful for that, for sure. It also makes you realize how much you love it when it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's so true. And those, those are great. And thank you for sharing that with uh, with me and all my peeps and new audience. Some of you uh, watching this. Uh, that- way, if I'm awkward. I'm sorry. I'm just I, I mean, I'm kind of a uh, I'm, I'm not the uh, fastest tool in the shed, sharpest guy, you know, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm not I'm not the word. I guess the world's best words. Oh, no, you're doing fine, man. I mean, this is this is awesome. You know, we're getting we're getting a lot out of you and getting to know you more. You know, 
So that's why oh, I really yeah. truly enjoy these uh, these interviews. I really yeah, do. Yeah, most people would probably describe me as uh, I'm pretty cute. So I mean, I know it. And uh, <laughs> you know, luckily those people stay around me and deal with, put up with me. <laughs> Definitely. And where can all my peeps and new audience or the world find you on social media? Uh, I, I obviously the Leaf Shabby Band Facebook and uh, the Leaf Shabby Band Instagram. Um, and uh, and we also just recently started TikTok because, like, you know, I guess I'm like I'm 33 and I'm just learning about TikTok now because I'm behind the curve on that. But we do have one now, so you know, I'm catching up. Awesome. And is there anyone that you would love to shout out and give thanks for always just being there and supporting you before we uh, wrap up? Uh, my, my wife, uh, Lauren Shively, uh, my best friend, uh, Kyle Root, who plays music with me on this, on the stuff. Uh, my friends, Gavin Hodges and, uh, Ethan Spillers and, uh, Jackie Brock and my brother, Eric Shively, all those people. Uh, man, I have so many people to thank. I mean, uh, there's too many actually. Um, so yeah, I want to thank all of them, you know. Uh, I've got a good crew of people around me. That's what's up. That's what it's about. Having great people, good friends, good family, and good times. Hey, dude, hey, it's, it's got to be nice when, like, you know, your other guitar player is like your other brother, you know. And so I'm pretty lucky like that. And, you know, like I said, my other two buddies, they're, they're good dudes, man. Definitely. So, yeah, and honestly, if you're – I'll tell you, any musician, if you find a wife that lets you – play music and do the things that you want to do you are lucky dude um very lucky because uh not many of them yeah it's tough to find uh great way to meet ladies uh bad way to keep them just keep it like that yeah so but yeah super lucky dude (laughs) i'm so excited and so honored like again to have you on the show i cannot wait for your new single to drop on eight eight five you said right eight five yeah, it'll be coming out. yeah, yeah, it'll be going all over Texas radio, and obviously it'll be on Spotify and all this stuff. This will be the first one I ever tried to shoot towards radio. Uh, about um, I guess a couple of months ago, uh, I, I signed with uh, the Smith Music Group. They're an independent distributor, and like people like DJ and these guys are helping to like start getting the music out. So this will be the first like one that really, I guess we get a chance to see how this goes you know so hopefully it goes well um uh if not i'll just probably keep pumping them out and just see what i can do but either way i'm gonna keep on making music definitely it's definitely gonna go well man like i say you got the support from me and all my peeps is gonna be watching this and i'm truly excited to see what the future holds for you I- i'm not gonna lie this entire time i'm a huge wrestling fan i kept thinking like should I come on here and say I'm the people's champ? <laughs> <laughs> that is that uh, is awesome. I'm a big wrestling fan myself too. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, hey, you know, uh, I, I, as long as The Rock doesn't sue me, you know, maybe I can. <laughs> you know, I, he might be a little too busy to watch my show, but one day I love to have him on here. <laughs> so Dude, I'm a- I would love, I would love to meet The Rock. Uh, I mean, I, I might, I might be his biggest fan. Him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Those were the oh, days. Oh, man, for real. Attitude era, man. Those were the days. Man, <laughs> I wish wrestling was like that now. That's for real. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, that was the best, dude. Those th- those guys had such good promos. And, like, I don't know. It was. I guess it was, it was a different time. I have a harder time watching it today. I can say that. 
Yeah. But I do like AEW. Me too. Me too. This is awesome. I didn't know Uh, that you were going to be a big wrestling fan. I could talk about wrestling forever. (laughs) I I, I had to tell you this. The whole reason I was going to do this music thing was to get popular enough they let me in wrestler. Wow. That's the whole thing. I wanted to play guitar solos, go into the ring, and go out there and do some body slams. Choke slams, famous power bombs. That would be the dream. That would be the dream. That is, that's awesome. Who who's actually your current uh, favorite AEW wrestler? Obviously, Chris Jericho, Le Champion. Le Champion. <laughs> I Le Champion. Yeah. I still want to try that bubbly that he was promoting like hell before. Bubbly. <laughs> yeah. Bubbly. Uh, no, I, I, I like I like him. Uh, I, like, I actually like Jungle Boy. I like I like a lot of the young guys. I like Cody Rhodes before he left. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like what he was doing. I like what I, uh, they've got a cool thing going. I hope they keep. Kicking butt, you know. Definitely. I can't um, wait till Omega comes back, too. Dude, yeah. Dude, that'll be awesome. Uh, dude, uh, I, I don't know if you're watching, but uh, did you ever see it was the Omega match and Chris Jericho in Japan? Yeah, when they, man. Oh, that, that was, was that was That looked like they were like doing some real shots. And in fact, I know they were. Those, those oh. were – they were <laughs> It was they, stiff. Uh, it was super, super stiff. Like I, they started off with like like hockey fight style, basically. I mean, it was truly awesome. And that that match is actually what made me really want to like to see AEW just rise because that was actually the match too that Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, he was like he wants to make this happen and have that was a five star match mm-hmm. hands down. And, and I didn't know this till the other day. Uh, Chris Jericho's dad apparently was a pro hockey player. Yeah, and I know Jericho played in hockey, but his dad was a pro hockey player. So yeah, and, for the Rangers, uh, might make a little sense. You know, might make a little sense there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to be pretty pretty bad dude if you're going to stand up to Goldberg. I wouldn't want to stand up to Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg, Brock. I mean, yeah, Jericho. He's 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 one of the goats. Like, if not the goat. I mean, dude, the fact honestly, that he's doing it for himself. Changing his look, coming up with a new gimmick all the time. He's he he, dude, he might be the best because like a lot of guys, they have the same big gimmick throughout their career, and it gets repackaged a little bit. But him, he's changed it quite a bit. So I I got a lot of respect for Chris Jericho, and oddly enough, great lead singer. Yeah, Fozzie. Yeah, I, I love. I can't wait to one day. My goal is actually to go to the Jericho Cruise one day for a vacation, like dude, just to hear dude, them play live and watch some wrestling. Shoot, dude, heaven! That would be great, man. I, I would love to do. I would love to see that. Uh, I I want to go to WrestleCon one year and just like meet. They, I guess they have like they they have a crap ton of wrestlers at WrestleCon and uh, old, past, new, and they're all there. I'd love to go like just meet them. You know, I think that'd be really cool. Um, but yeah, eventually this is all going to build up to who who is the better wrestler? Who's going to be the better wrestling uh, singer? So it'd be me versus Chris Jericho in the ring. Hey, you putting the, putting the challenge out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear that, Jericho? He's challenging right now. <laughs> That's right. I'm challenging late champion, late champion versus the people's champ. Hey, I love it. I love it. That's a good spot to end it. I'm just. Thank you again, man, for having the, you know taking the time I should say um, to do this interview to get to know you. Can't wait to hear your new music and hopefully see you in the ring one day, man. Jericho yeah, we man. called you out. <laughs> hey, dude, and thank you for having me, man. Definitely, no problem, man. Thank you. Hey, trust me, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>